come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to the hype 87.3. That's right, it's your girl Tampa Mystic right here. We checking back in at the hype 87.3 out in ATL. And as I told you guys a few minutes ago, we have a special guest checking in by the name of Millie Mars. What's going on with your family? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I'm doing really good. God is good. 100%. All the time. Most definitely. Well, listen, I just want to say first and foremost, I appreciate you taking some time tonight because I know you have a lot going on. You have a busy schedule. So thank you for spending some time with us tonight and letting our listeners get to know you. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Definitely. So listen, without further ado, give us a brief introduction and tell us a little bit about Millie Mars and uh, where you're checking in from. Um, I'm checking in currently right now. I'm residing in Houston, Texas, but I'm originally from Philadelphia. Migrated to the DMV. Shout out PG County, you know, MoCo, all that. Um, but now migrated to Houston. Started taking the uh, career a little more serious once I got situated. Um, tapped in with a couple key players, and um, they liked the sound, and from there it just went crazy. Now, you know, the rebirth or the birth of Millie, and that's that's just where I am. Oh. Um, also, I come from humble beginnings. You know what I'm saying? So I, I represent the culture of just um, just humble beginnings, just not having everything handed to you. Um, shoot, I grew up without father, you know what I'm saying? So seen a lot, watched my mom go through a whole lot, watched a lot of struggle. Um, you see a lot of that coming from my poverty environments and from the environments that I came made me who I am today. So a little bit about who I am, that's me, love sports. Um, Love hard. It's a lot of tough love, man. And, that, and just keeping God first. That's just who I am as a person. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that and being transparent, too. I, I actually want to talk a little bit about, you know, your childhood and growing up. Um, how much time did you spend living in Philadelphia? Um, <clears throat> It was like a little bit of a back and forth situation. So you got a family in the city, you got a family on the outskirts, you got a family in the suburban areas. So I would say... Um, back and forth all the way till I was like a seventh, eighth grader in middle school. And then um, uh, I was in the DMV. I went to the DMV and started stuff there. I actually got in trouble in Philly, to be honest with you. And um, my mom made some shakes and moves and migrated to uh, um, Maryland. And uh, from there, I started doing a little better, stuff like that. So, yeah. Do you have any siblings? I do. So it's funny. Um, I just met my father when I turned like 21 years old. Oh, so wow. I found out I had like three other brothers I didn't know about. <laughs> and on my mother's side, I was raised with my younger sister and my older brother. Yep. So you and your brothers were the man of the house growing up? Nah, my mom was the man of the house. <laughs> said, said, not us. <laughs> you was a man and a woman, to be honest with you. If you can make it in that household, man, you can make it anywhere. So, I mean, that household was different. I'll tell you that, 100%. And you should know. I know you're laughing, so you should know what I'm talking about. It's a different type of household than that. Listen, so I, he, I get it. Yeah. I was a single mom, so I definitely played both roles, you know. And I had a son, so, you know, as a woman raising a young man to, to be a full-grown man, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a, So I commend your mom. Definitely shout out to her um, for, you know, doing her thing yeah. and, um, we're going to definitely yeah, get shout out to Mom Dukes. Shout out to Mom Dukes. Where does she reside yeah. at right now? She's now in PG County in uh, 
DC, Maryland, Virginia, DMV. She in PG County. You know, okay. She's doing good. She proud. She happy. I know. love it. That's what it's all about. Moms, moms are so special and irreplaceable. <laughs> Man, yeah, I love my mom. I treat her like my queen. Like, yeah. um, she's spoiled now. So, no. <laughs> That's I'm spoiled good. Now, that's yeah. good. I love it. So, before music mm-hmm. became that passion, was there something else that you ever had an interest in and in pursuing? Um. Man, if we want to take it way back, not even way back, I've always been just a hustler, so I've always been trying to make a coin, make a dollar stress. And then when you come from the poverty environment, you just be thinking about trying to eat <clears throat> for the most part. But basketball changed my life. Like, I play AU basketball with a lot of the people that you probably see on TV right now. Um, Played against them, you know, um... I played against like players like Dave East, you know, mm. you know, um, a lot of key players like Ty Lawson, Nolan Smith, Michael Beasley, Kevin Durant. Played against all them growing up in high school. I mean, just dueling out with them. Um, basketball kind of just allowed me to see the world. You know, I've been to South Korea. Um, I played uh, semi-pro basketball. I just love the sports. It just took me out of like my element, allowed me just to get away, just to play ball. I grew up on a, I grew up on basketball, so that's just what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And you're still heavily <laughs> into fitness and stuff, right? Yes, heavily, heavily. Um, every day, uh, I knock out before I even do anything. I knock out a hundred push-ups and I pray. I go to the sauna like four times a week in the steam room, sitting in there praying too. Yes. Really big on uh, the physical attributes. I mean, your physical is not intact, your mental is not intact, your money not intact. They all need to be working at the same vibration. That's Man. 100% for sure. That is facts, absolutely. And I'm I'm with you. Like, I go to the gym, you know, obviously because, you know, our health is important. But for me, the gym is more like a mental therapy for me. Man, what? Yes. It takes me away, man. You know, a lot of people got stress and get strung out on drugs and yell and scream and point fingers. And I just, I like to take it to the sauna, man. You vulnerable <laughs> as hell in the sauna. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. You vulnerable. Like, you trying to breathe. You trying to try to maintain your time. You got to work on. You got to think a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that's the perfect time to just de-stress. And let bygones be bygones. It's too easy to stress, but to be positive, you got to put the work in. So gym is definitely a good outlet for me in my mind and allows me to think and write music better. Definitely. And also being physically (laughs) fit helps you with being an artist, like your stage presence. If you got to get up there and put a 15-minute show on and, you know, you 500 pounds, you're going to be out of breath. (laughs) Oh, man, you're going to see them them collapsing all over the damn stage. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I did that. I opened up for TSU, and I, I'm glad I was in shape. But honestly, it is a workout. Yes. 100%. Like, you trying to engage with the crowd, it is a workout. Yes. It is a 100% a workout. And um, you just never know. You just never know. You got to have that energy. You got to have that vibration. You got to have your breath control. That's a lot of work. You got to practice that for real. Man, that is facts, most definitely. Um, you grew up, you know, in a single parent household, you had, you know, your two siblings, you know, with your mother. And then you said, as you got older, I think you said around the age of 20 or 21, you met your father for the first time and learned that you had other siblings. Um, what was, what was that experience like for you? If you don't mind sharing. It was emotional. Um, you know, my father left me when I was like two, three years old. I remember it. And, um, 
I remember he said he was going to come pick me up and take me to, like, this Ferris Festival or something like that. He never came oh. last time I seen him. So growing up, you know, my mom, she was kind of bitter from how that happened and how he reacted. And just being fatherless just does something to you. You watch your mom do mad things, like cut the grass, take out the trash. She teach you how to be a man, like, you know, how to clean your bathroom, how letting you know, like, no woman would want to see this if you grow up, you know, make your bed, pray before you eat, toughen up, you know what I mean? My mom was a soldier, so growing up without a dad was kind of emotional, like, in a bad way, so I got in a lot of fights. I didn't take a lot. Of, I had a low talent, still do, but not fight, but, like, low talents, like, for shit, but um, when I met him, it was emotional because I couldn't believe, like, I really need my father, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And the funny thing is, we just not the same. He comes from a whole different cloth. Like, he a military-type dude, and I'm just, like, on some, I'm different. I'm from the trenches. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it's just funny. I showed him respect and everything, of but course. I remember him showing me his neighborhood, and I got offended because he was like, this is my hood. Welcome to my hood. And his hood was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, niggas, people walking their dog, jogging, joggers, and people having it look like they living a good life. Stop signs, you know, everything looking functional. Like, where I come from, you know, it didn't, it didn't look like that. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of got into it the first time, to be honest with you. I can only imagine. Like, I, I just, you know, I was, you know, fortunate to have both of my parents. But, you know, like I mentioned, I raised my son. And my son, to this day, his dad still never come back around. And, and my son honestly said at this point he don't even have that desire. But I am I would imagine if they did reunite, he would probably feel the same way. Like, there would be so many questions. And we ain't even <laughs> got to get too deep into it. But there would be so many questions. But my next my next question to you would be this, you know, sounds like your mom is a beautiful strong woman like you said that's your queen you know she did everything you know in her power to make sure that you and your siblings had a great upbringing what would you say to your mom right now um i mean i i tell her this when i talk to her i'm, I'm proud of her yeah I mean, there's a lot of women that use the system you know my mom never used no system she could have even put my dad on crazy child support and went out of her way my mom worked three jobs so I just tell my mom I'm proud of her, man, for real, for real. Um, and I'm sorry for giving you a hard time, <laughs> but you know I appreciate the discipline. I appreciate the butt whoopings. I appreciate all the disciplines because it made me in the man I am today. I, I got respect for people, you know, women, and it made me a hustler. You know, watching my mom hustle and um, keep her head high. Used to listen to her in the room and cry and pray to God at night. That shit kind of do something to you. Yeah. You know, you want to grow up and try to become successful to take care of your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you're hearing them cries at, at 12 at night and her praying to God, that does a little, it hits you a little different. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'll tell her thank you, honestly. Thank you and I'm sorry and I'm proud of you. Absolutely. All at the same time. Because as as a young man, as a boy growing into a young man, your first love is your mother. Yeah. That is your first love. Yep. Yeah, and I'll say thank you because she didn't raise me to be like a, a soft man. Like she was definitely on, she was very militant. So yeah. she wasn't on no, 
boy, like you, you crying. Like she be like, suck it up. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like everyone ain't going to be your friend out here. Like she tell me all the time. Same people here ain't going to be there. Like you got to worry about, you got to get stick to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? She taught me not to be that emotional, to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> and that's the, the man and her. And it's a gift and a curse. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cause when you're in a relationship, some women want to hear you be emotional. It's hard. Like, yeah. when you've been trained to be this soldier right. and a provider and disciplined and militant, it's kind of hard to switch it. You know what I'm saying? When you know well, this, what this, how I am works for me. It's what got me to where I need to be. I show my emotions differently. I don't verbalize it all the time. I'll show you, though. I'll show you that I rock with you. But I'm not going to just be laying on the bed like, yeah, like, I, don't, I can't do all that. I mean, we feel weird at that. Right. But understood. it's there. Yeah. It just takes some time. Understood. Yeah. Understood. I, and I respect that 100%. My next question is going to be this. Looking back to your younger self, you know, we'll say that between the ages of maybe 5 and 12, what would you tell your younger self in that age bracket? That's a good-ass question. Looking at myself, say, say that again. Like, if you could go back and just have a sit-down with your younger self between the ages of maybe 5 and 12, you right now, who you are, the man that you are today, what would you say to your younger self? Um... Mm. what would I say to myself if I could sit down and look at myself at five years old I'll tell myself you're going to be the best like you got you know or everything's going to be okay I mean this is this question pertains to me not having a dad too right yes absolutely just right. exactly who you um, were at that age and exactly who you are at this age what would you say to your younger self this is deep for me I like to know these things and you want to push through it. You're going to go through a lot of trials and tribulations, but keep God first. Always remember to pray. Keep God first in all things that you do. Um, don't trust everything. Do your research. Um, keep your head up. Um, you know, respect your elders. You know what I'm saying? Respect their position. Um, um, shoot. Don't trust everybody that, that comes into your life. You know what I mean? You know, I don't know. Pray, ask for discernment. Damn, there's a lot of things I would tell myself. Uh, <laughs> take school serious. Um, everything that glitter and gold ain't really good for you. Um, love and treat everyone kind, no matter how mad that make you. You know what I'm saying? If someone touch you, you know. Shit, touch them back. Shit, I don't know. Bad way. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, cause it's right now it's crazy out here. Um, X. Yeah, it's a lot of crazy shit going on now. It's 2024. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, honor your parents no matter what. Like, cause you know if they doing you right, honor them. Like, you know, what I mean, show respect. Don't be a brat. You know, clean up when your mom say clean up. You know. I mean. Sure. Work hard at anything. If you got a goal, um, and you got a dream, go get it. And if 
So never let no one tell you you can't do something. Not even me. Like, you know, like, if you got something, believe it. Go get it. Period. Don't be scared. Taking no risk is the worst risk. So your idea might be very impactful to society and the world and your environment. It could change evolution. So be positive. Look a man in the eye when they're talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Shake a man's hand hard. Don't do not do no soft little handshake. Like, be stern. Be poised with that. Be serious. Take your craft serious. Don't be crying. Like, don't be doing all that. So, I'll say a lot of things, man. Be uh, diverse. Be open-minded to to different cultures and different beliefs. Like, be 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 that person. Don't don't be that person that believe in one thing and judge you on stuff like that. So, yeah. There'll be a lot of things I would say. I love that. That's about it. No, that that is so dope. And thank you for being so transparent about that i like to ask people that because oftentimes we have to be reminded of how, of how far we've come how great we are how much wisdom we have people don't think about that kind of stuff but you just spent the last couple minutes really talking to your younger self like you've grown into like a good man and you just we need to remind ourselves sometimes of how far we've come so thank you for sharing all that my pleasure no problem Man, that was deep. I love that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Most definitely. I almost got a little emotional with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's flip it onto the music side. Um, All right. When would you say that you really started taking music on that serious level, getting your music business together, recording in Last a professional? Year. Okay, so fairly, fairly recently in 2023? Yeah, I've been doing music since 2013, which people don't know. But what artists don't understand is you can be hot, but if you don't got the funds and money behind it and supporting cast and the networking, your music is based off your personality. Can we work with you? It's not about how fly you rap. I mean, being going viral is like going to the lottery, pulling off a, a sticky tag and you win. Like, <laughs> that shit don't have. This is a business. Like, so <clears throat> I didn't have the money for this business at that time. I didn't have the support system for the business at that time. I wanted to do it. I had the charisma. I had the style. I didn't have the resources. So I think if anyone's listening to this interview today, they need to realize <laughs> you're going to have to really put in some work and network and be outside sometimes to put yourself out there. And I didn't do that before i just was making stuff and hiding my music and scared to put myself out there because i was scared of people's opinions like shit the whole world is opinionated that's facts can't be scared so sometimes now shaking back now i really felt like i hit a level in my security within my health mentally like we all know what identity crisis but people be scared. Oh, so you kind of like try to fit into a different type of society because you're scared to put out who you really are. And a lot of people do that with their music. A lot of niggas that rap, like the stuff they talk about, they really ain't that. You know what I'm saying? They just kind of become likable. You know what I mean? And based off the, the social norm, you know what I'm saying? So me, I've now accepted who I am and I love who I am. And no one can take that away from me. So it's like now my music, I can be me and say what I want because I went through so much in life 
that the shit that's coming out of my mouth is going to really hit you in your head, in your chest. Like, and I feel like I'm, I'm at that level right now, security-wise, within myself and within my finances, within my, me being a man, you know what I'm saying? So the music is on some boss-level type shit. And I know that uh, you listen to different types of music. I know you like jazz music, you like gospel music, of course, you know, hip-hop music. Let me ask you this. Are you open to creating other genres of music besides hip-hop? I mean, yeah, when the opportunity gets there, I'm just trying to have my face card right right now. So yeah. it just depends. Like, damn, I ain't, how? You must have read something. But, damn, that's good. Yeah, I do like jazz. I do like gospel. I like a lot of music, but, <clears throat> you know, I'm open. I like Kenny G, you know what I mean? People don't know about who that is. A I know. Listen, I'm an OG. Uh, I know Kenny G. <laughs> yeah, man. Kenny G that dude, man. He played a saxophone. He lit. And you can just, I listen to him when I cook dinner. Like, I like to cook, man. you know what I'm saying? So play some Kenny G, get the mood right, light some candles. And zone out, you know what I'm saying? By the innocent. Kenny G that dude. Hey, y'all. Tune in to Kenny G for real. Like, go to YouTube, listen to some old school Kenny G. But anyway, um, yeah, I think maybe later on down the road, I would do that. But I ain't going to be on no Kanye West type shit where he keep flip-flopping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, he confusing everybody. No, so, that's facts. Um, or nothing against Mace. I mean, Mace, Mace was Mace. So, you know what I'm saying? Nothing against these guys. It's just, uh, I, I'll listen to it, but I don't know if I can honestly say I'll make a jazz music. I'll probably have some, some certain horns and some of that going on in the background and make a smooth, smooth type of song, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if I'll completely convert to that because that's not kind of like what got me here, you know what I'm saying? Understood, absolutely. You gonna... I'll show my appreciation to make a song like that. Right. That's not what got me here. Right, right, understood. Yeah, you want to kind of keep it true to, you know, what got you to where you at, you know, hip-hop music. Pay homage real yeah. quick. Who Who is maybe one or two artists, and not even necessarily their sound, but maybe they're just their hustle, their grit. Who was a couple artists that was motivational for you? Um, there's a, when I hear people's stories, I go on YouTube a lot, and I just be watching. Yeah. So, um, I like Nas, and the reason why I like Nas, and I'm not trying to be no old head when I say this, it's just if you really listen and break down his lyrics, he's actually teaching you a class about, he's a street disciple. He's talking about everything in his music. He may not have had the best beats back in the day, but what he's spitting out is some real-ass shit. Mm. And um, I like J. Cole. I like Joey Badass. I like, like, these are, like, you know, people that, they're all kind of, I like Kendrick. I like, you know, Schoolboy Q. I like I like these type of, I like those type of, like, common. I like people that really speak to you, yes. like, really talk to your chest. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like Young Jeezy. You know what I mean? He got a different type of way. He's an ambitious, thug-ass rapper. No, like, but his voice is his own instrument. And I feel like I've been getting comments and saying that's how my voice is on tracks. Like, it's like an instrument. So he can say just the basic, basic things, like going to the store, but it sounds hard. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you can, you really feel like you're going to the store with that nigga. So no, it's like, sure. damn. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
he be saying stuff. Um, that's crazy. I I can think of a lot of artists, but I like Rick Ross. I mean, I like Rick Ross because his his flair, his style. He he confident. I like people. I like confident Confidence. rappers about themselves. Yeah, yeah. He the you can boss. read a nigga that got tattoos on his face and be like, boy, you you, you someone snatched your butt before, boy. You <laughs> too hard. Not I like true. I like dudes that are confident. Like, look, man, this is boss level shit. You know, see me in Santorini in Greece. This is what it is. I worked hard to get here. You know, I I like that. I like Rick Ross. He's 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 like that. Like I like. He's just cool. He, you don't really hear too much drama about him no more. I like rappers that don't get in a lot of drama. You know, that is so ironic that you said that because I said that to someone the other day because, you know, all this stuff, like the whole Cat Williams stuff and everything going on, you know, I was like, I I pointed out Rick Ross. I said, you know what I like about Ross is the fact that you don't re- he don't be getting into it with people. He don't be doing stuff for clout and beefing with people. So, I, that, I'm not the only person that recognizes that. That's dope. Yeah, he'd be out the way. Facts. Like, you might be beefing with Rick Ross. He might be on a boat eating oranges or something. Like, right, minding his like, business. I like Larry June, too. Larry June is smooth. Yes. Larry June, I, see, I'm an out-the-way type guy. Like, I like to be out the way. Like, I don't want to be in the way. Like, let me get my bread. Let's do a couple of shows. Let me greet the fans. Let me get out the way. Like, I don't, I don't have time for all that. Like, I'll do a couple of interviews there now and then. I'm here to make music, and I'm here to hit your chest. I'm, I'm not here to be in the mix doing a podcast gossiping about blah, 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 he, he, he. Like, nigga, nah, I don't have time for that, bro. Like, I I don't come from an environment where that's I don't have time to play around like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to make music and vibe out. I'm not here to be stressed out, worrying about looking over my shoulder because something I said or some set I'm trying to rap. And no disrespect to none of them people that do that. It's just that's not my flair and that's not the direction that I want to. This is my business. You know what I mean? I'm on billboard, so I need to. I need people to respect me and respect what I stand for. And that's Eight Ball New Beginnings, EHC Records. That's what we on. Like we're not on that. We're not on none of that. So. Salute to them that's on that. No disrespect, but hey, yeah, I'm on that. I'm with you, bro, like 100%. Like, I've been I've been a radio personality and podcasting for 13 years, and one thing that I stand on is I don't never do stuff for clout. I don't talk about no messy stuff. Like, I try to keep things very neutral because I don't like – I ain't got time or the energy to get involved in that messy stuff, so I'm, I'm with you 100% on the same page. And the yeah. – this is going to lead into what I want to ask you next. Someone asked me this the other day. Like, I'm always the one interviewing people. I've been interviewing for a very long time. Rarely do I sit down and get interviewed. But he asked me a really good question. So I wanted to ask you this because you've been through some things in your life. He asked me, and I'm going to ask you, are you living or are you surviving? I'm living 100%. Explain. So the difference between living and surviving when you're surviving, you're scamming. When you're surviving, you 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 doing bad business. You um you 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 rushy. You in a rush. You in a rush. Your time clock is on a time limit because you're trying to hit an expectation. This is a marathon, man. This ain't no race. You know what I'm saying? So so with my life, for the shit I went through, the things I had to do. I, there was a time where I was surviving. I was trying to get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But once I, you know, I understood the vibrations of where I am and a high power, and I tapped into that high power and them elements, 
and I hit synergy mentally, cognitively, I was able to reach a vibration where I'm living now. I'm not stressed. I'm not worrying about this person. I'm not worrying about what that person has to say about me. I'm not worrying about that family member. I'm not I'm not worrying. You know what I'm saying? I'm very optimistic. I'm not pessimistic. When you're pessimistic, you're kind of surviving because you're trying to you're trying to convince yourself how to live or convince yourself that you are still you're trying to convince yourself that you're living when you really are surviving. Thanks. You're on a you're in a rush. I'm not rushing God's time. I'm trying to enjoy this shit, man. I'm living. I'm telling you, I'm at a place with synergy. I'm at a place where I got security. I got stability. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not rushing nothing. You know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm enjoying the ride. You know what I'm saying? It's like you you can tell when someone hasn't ate in a long time versus someone that be eating this shit all the time. No, They're not rushing that meal. They're not. They that nigga is surviving. Like he's trying to scarf it down. Like I want to peel back every last shrimp and really enjoy that shit when I dip it in the butter and eat it. I'm gonna get that. Wagyu A5, and I'm really <laughs> going to take my knife and cut small pieces and enjoy each bite. You know what I'm saying? I'm living. You know what I mean? When There was a time where I was surviving, though. I can't even cap. Like, I used to be surviving because I'm still trying to figure out who the fuck I am. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. When you surviving, I think you just don't know who you are. Yes. You don't know who you are. When you're living, you know who you are. You're not trying to catch up with the latest trend. You you don't care. You're living. <laughs> and it Shit, feels, there's some homeless people that are living. That's facts. They've already did it. That's right. And it feels They're good. They're not chasing that shit. They're not outside with a cup. They just, you walk past them, they stretched out. They living. Like, you know, I don't know. Shit. Some of them deny you from a meal. Like, you offer them some food. They're like, nah, bro, I'm good. You're like, damn. Shit. Mm. All right, bro. But shit, take five dollars. Like they might not take it, you know what I'm saying? It's just depends. Some niggas is living. Some niggas, is, the niggas that surviving, they'll they'll kill you over some bread. They'll kill you for some Chinese rice. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll take your life. That's facts. That's... They'll scam you. Trust me, I've been scammed in this music business a couple times. Mm. I ain't even gonna say no names. <laughs> I let niggas in my house. I thought we was friends the whole time. They finessed the shit out of me. So I was like, mm. good thing is it taught me a valuable lesson. Like, okay. I needed that to happen so I can become better in my career and uh, better in this 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 music industry. To understand, yeah, bro, you got you. I needed to get a finesse to learn. It sounds sad, but I needed that. That's facts because they're all lessons at the end of the day. You know, we all have to go through stuff. Life, period. You know, even outside the music industry, it's a lot of life lessons. But like you said, it it puts you um, more mindful to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah, 100%. upcoming work. You have an EP in the works? I do. I just put an EP out in like August. It's called um, Corner Pocket, a Corner Pocket Volume 1. So um, that's available on every platform. It's doing some numbers now that I got the right marketing. And uh, shout out to every artist. Marketing is very, very important to your success as an artist. So don't disrespect anyone who's trying to do some good marketing, please tap into them if you want your music to do what it's doing. But anyway, I'm working on um a new, I actually already finished this project. I just didn't put it out yet. Um, um, 
it's a it's a good project. It has a couple songs on there um, that should possibly you know make people you know it, 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 it it's a good it's a good track. It's, it's an album that not a track. It's a good EP, extended play album, whatever you want to call it. I'm gonna name it um until it's done. Until it's done, it's coming out um soon. Um, I didn't even let no one know that yet, but I finished it. And that's basically like, this shit ain't done until I said it's done. On your like everything terms. Everything I'm done. Yeah. What's that? I said, and it's on your terms. Yeah, it's on my time. This shit ain't done until I said it's done. Like, I just got here and I ain't done nothing. I'm just, yeah, this shit ain't done until I said it's done. So I stand on that. So this is, I'm the director of my own movie. X. 100%. So How- it, how many yeah. records can we anticipate on the project? I'm already done. So I've done like 15, 16 songs. But I'm probably only put like 12, 10 on that. Yeah. So everybody yep. can stay tuned and look forward to that. What else do you mm-hmm. have in the works? Um, Is there other business ventures, film, acting uh, that you are tapping into that you can let us know about? Yeah, I got a couple guys in the DM hitting me up for a couple movies. Uh, I'm going to just... I ain't gonna say anything. I just want to kind of just show it, you know. What I mean, when it's time, um, a couple movies are asking to borrow some of the music, put it in the background, some songs. Um, I got a couple shows coming up in March, I think so. Um, but I really kind of like don't want to do them shows yet because I'm really big on marketing right now. Um, I have a music video that I'm gonna be doing soon. A couple music videos, a couple of them coming out. That's really about to be crazy. Um, also, um, yeah, um, get into some more real estate, stuff like that. I got a little bit of that going on. I got a couple of houses, too, that I rent out. So just get into more of the real estate avenue of stuff and and, and take care of business like that on a business tip for that. Uh, I actually have an IT company, um, so I do a lot of things on the side. <laughs> You you the true definition of a hustler. I love it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Ain't no one going to give it to you. That's facts. And shout out. going to give it to you. Nah, we got to work for it. And shout out to your mom who also instilled a lot of that into you as a young man. Yeah, she created a little monster, but, you know, I I still got a lot of joy and love in my heart. 100%. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to get into this record that I have of yours tonight um, called Give You the World. Before we check it out, though, let everybody know where they can keep up with you on all your social media. Oh, you can find me on TikTok at Millie, M-I-L-L-Y underscore Mars. That's M-A-R, Zulu, Zulu, Z-Z. And also, that's the same as the Instagram. You can follow me at Millie underscore Mars um, on IG. You know, hit me up, tap into my movement. Eight Ball, New Beginnings. Um, you can tune into my YouTube channel. Just type it Nearly Mars as well. It's building, it's growing. Everything is growing. New Beginnings, 100%. I'm going to keep saying that. New Beginnings, New Beginnings, New Beginnings, New Beginnings, New Beginnings. I'm going to be here for a while. So, um, with that being said, I think that's about it that I got for social media platforms. So, yeah. And I know you have a lot of people that are supporting you whether they hear this now or later or tune in with you. Who do you want to shout out to? Oh, man. I hate this question. (laughs) I don't like leaving anybody out. 
So all shout out to I'll say it, you know, Broadway. Shout out to all my close friends that support me. Um, shout out to Sony and Orchard. Shout out to Rap a lot, you know. Um, shout out to um of course, uh I'm gonna keep God first, so shout out to God, sorry for anything else. Um shout out to uh my man Huey, shout out to um, 24K, shout out to Kid Silver, shout out to DJ Flip, shout out to Brother Beast, I mean, um, shout out to Rob, I mean, shout out to these cats that like really call me every day, and shout out to um, some of the marketing uh, companies as well, man. Uh, shout out to Black Beats, shout out to Joe Nay, um, shout out to just a lot of people that have been in my corner, shout out to Nessa, shout out to just Shout out to my brother, Ron. I mean, man, I'm just naming the people that seen, like, this evolution. You know, I know I'm leaving a lot of names out. That's why I hate this question. But <laughs> shout out to all y'all that's been in my my DM. Shout out to the fans. Shout out to all y'all that show a lot of love and support, for real. Shout out to T. Yeah, shout out to T. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's just a lot of people, like, you know. I don't want to shout everyone out. Some people are kind of wishy-washy with me. So it's kind of hard to shout everybody out. Like, for real, like, I'll be like, listen to this song. They'll be like, yeah. And then you see the song on motherfucking BT, like, hey, that's it. Boy, just so, you better sit down, boy. Sit down, girl. Facts. <laughs> don't try. Boy, don't try to jump over here now, girl. You better sit down. Nah, for real. Have several <laughs> seats. Yo, you better watch these waves because it's coming. <laughs> New beginnings. I stand. I manifested this. So yeah, straight. Here. That's facts, man. And listen, if if he if he intended to shout you out and he forgot, charge it to the game, not to his heart. Charge it to the game, not to his heart, because that's one of the hardest things to do is remember them shout outs. But I still like to ask it. <laughs> yeah. Next time I'm gonna be like the next interview. If they ask me to shout, I'm like, hey, um. Shout out to everybody who supported me. That's there you all I'm go. Say. There you go. Right. Yeah, that's what I really meant to say. <laughs> Damn. It's all good. I love all y'all. Y'all know I love y'all. Straight like that. And shout out to yourself, too, man. Shout out to you for being such a dope person. That's real, man. I needed that. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. For real, man. Have- this shit is a journey. Everybody know. You know what it is? Everyone don't know how much. Behind the scenes, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You don't know how much it takes to do this, like, even writing a song. You getting phone calls in the middle of your shit when you're trying to think of a hit, like, that is, man, this stuff is real. Like, people don't understand this stuff is really real. Yes. This comes from your brain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to think. Got to put that. It should be real to me. Put that D&D on. I don't know. What's that? I said you got to put that D&D on, that do not disturb on the phone. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I just learned how to do that. That's my favorite That's feature. Crazy. <laughs> I'm about to start using it for real. Yo. Like, for real, I'm about to start using it. Yeah. I, I just learned how to do it. I didn't even know how to do it, man. That's how, like, I be trying to answer everybody and show everybody the same love. But, you know, you know how that shit go. You, you ain't perfect. No. I'm imperfect. Shit. I mean, like, because we have to, because we're busy individuals, we have to have work-life balance. And that means having time to yourself from time to time. Like, you have to take that time for you. 
And, uh, you know, yeah, that's important. You know, like we can't always cater to other people and and they're going to have to understand if they call you and you're unavailable, you know, you, you taking some time for yourself, you know, Millie Mars is a busy man. You out here getting to it. I am busy. Booked and busy. When are you coming to Atlanta? Man, shit, when y'all invite me down. Come on. So I can go to, y'all still got that Crystal Burger down there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, that shit is a pop. That was over there in Decatur, I used to crush them little things. Yeah. 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 Crystal Burgers would be it. But um, nah, um, I'll, I'll be down there soon. I got to come down there and pop up. I've seen a couple of the schedules. Um, and I'll make sure I tap in with y'all. You Most know, definitely. Um, yeah, hit me up on the IG. I'll see if I can tap in. Yeah, for sure. Because we got we yeah. got the the podcast studio, we got the the radio station, yeah. we got stuff going on. You definitely got to come pull up, and you know Rob Terrell is out here, so definitely we'll keep tapped in. But we're about to get into this record, man. Um, can you give us that official introduction for it? You guys are now rocking with Millie Mars. This is my new single. Give you the world. Um. Is dropping January 12th, Friday. Tap in on every platform. Show your boy love, man. Millie Mars, give you the world. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to The Hype 87.3. Uh. Give you the 
I stand on my principles all day. It's just me and you. That's all I got at the end of the day. All I got is my word. You feel me? Shit. Come hop in this ghost. <laughs>